Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of SVT. I'm Sam. I'm with Vince and Tyler. What's up, guys? What's going on? Hey there. So uh, we're going to be mowing through our topics right now. We're, we're going to start with NFL scores. Vince, take it over. All right. On Thursday night, Cincinnati beat Miami 27-15. We'll talk more about that game in a second. Uh, New Orleans in uh, in England fall to Minnesota 28-25. That game was wild. Uh, another wild game. Seattle outlasted Detroit 48-45. Love that for fantasy football if you got any piece of that game. Uh, Atlanta over Cleveland 23-20. Dallas beat Washington 25-10. The New York Giants beat the Chicago Bears 20-12. Tennessee beat Indianapolis 24-17. New York Jets beat Pittsburgh 24-20, and the rookie uh, uh, Pickett stepped in on that game. It looks like the end of the Trubisky era there. Buffalo beat Baltimore 23-20. The Chargers beat Houston 34-24. Arizona outlasted Carolina 26-16. Green Bay beat New England in overtime 27-24. And Kansas City beat Tampa 41-31 in the nightcap. And now we go, we turn to our teams. Uh, Sam, your boys got the win. Finally! 32-23 over Denver. How are you feeling, my man? Feels good to finally be in the winner's column. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, one and three. Um, I think we saw, we were watching the game, they had like a... A 14% chance of making the playoffs uh, since 1990. Um, so, yeah, not too excited with the playoff chances, but, you know, you beat a division uh, rival. Maybe maybe this is something that moves you forward and, and you can, you know, string some wins together. Um, you know, but it's it's one of those things, right? They could easily be 0-4 or they could easily be 4-0. I think they lost by, like, you know, a touchdown or less in, in all of their losses or something of, of that nature. Um, so they were in it, you know, they were in, uh, all of their games. Um, very happy that they closed out the defense showed up, got a pick six. So, you know, Josh Jacobs were... had a day too. He had yeah, a day. I was just going to say he rushed for 200 and uh, not 212 yards. A total offense for that team was 212 yards. Jacobs went uh, 144 with two touchdowns. So, uh, Rita to really uh, turn the table there for him. He's been abysmal the last three weeks and just turned it around here. It seems like. Yeah. The, I mean, the team just looked a lot better overall. Um, you know, there was a lot of talk coming out of the Raiders and people affiliated with Josh McDaniels, just saying how difficult it is to pick up his terminology and the line is not on the same page with the skill position. So there's different, stuff being called and audibles being called and not everybody's on the same page. I don't know how true that is. Um, but hopefully, uh, moving forward, um, it's, you know, these situations are something of the past. Um, they've have on certain drives look explosive and then there's certain games and certain drives where they look, uh, terrible. Um, hence that, uh, Oh, and three start. So hopefully there's brighter days ahead. Um, it'd be really good for this franchise to, to get back on track. It's been a long time since the Raiders have been good for a extended period of time. And I think it's healthy for the NFL to have teams that develop into winning cultures. And of course there's always that step back because you're rebuilding. 
but you want to see teams come forward and, and step up. So uh, hopefully this is, uh, you know, something for the future. All right. And Tyler, your boys, Philadelphia, uh, beat Jacksonville 29-21. Your team is 4-0. and You're sitting we, on cloud nine. How, how's, we're it, the, how's it going up there? Man, we're the last uh, – a little bit. We're the last undefeated team. Uh, one of the more interesting things that I heard uh, today was that the um, the uh, NFC East has the best division like win totals mm-hmm. out of every single team in the every single uh, division in in the in the NFL. The NFC East, like the laughing stock in the last like seven years, has the best win record out of everyone outside of the Commanders. That they we've been all been taking turns beating the shit out of them. Um, so that's been fun. Uh, no, it was actually one of the greater games that I've I've got to witness. It really looked like um, Jacksonville had our had our number there in the first quarter, going up 14-0, pick six, and then uh, you know um, they get another uh, touchdown there. But then uh, the kid Lawrence, man, I mean he's looking promising this week, but then he caused five turnovers, the only turnovers in that whole entire game. One of them was a pick, was a pick. Um, you know, everything turned on itself. I mean, Jacksonville's been kind of stout with their running backs that they've had as as of late but then you turn around this game it's 210 rushing yards to 71 rushing yards you know and sanders had a career year or career game at 134 yards so and one of the telling stats too was that jacksonville coming into this game believe it or not was number one in nfl in run defense so uh you couldn't tell by watching the game so it was great to watch um you know hurt stepped up when he needed to took that big hit to kind of get get the motivation going for the team and here we are, 4-0. I love it. And I love my chances against Arizona, too. Yeah, Arizona looks like dog shit right now. So, um, especially on offense, they got, like, they're supposed to be fast tempo, but they have the most, like, timeouts to stop and a delay of game penalty. I, mm-hmm. I heard that earlier today. So, that's, you know, that, that's that's a team that just, they don't know what the hell they're doing. So, that'll <laughs> be fun for you next week. Uh, the, yeah. the 49ers are playing Monday Night Football as we speak. Uh, I will be starting that game a little bit later than everybody else, but I'll catch up by halftime, you know, fast forward through commercials. So um, uh, we don't get to talk about the Niners today, really. Just uh, hope they ho- hope they win and um, looking for some good performances, especially out of Kittle now that he's got a game under his belt. So, yeah. so let's uh, let's jump backwards to uh, Thursday night football. Yep. And talk about the big uh, drama of that game with uh, Tua uh, getting hurt and how he was handled from the week before to where we're at now. Um, so, Vince, why don't you reset uh, kind of what happened there? All right. So, in week three, Tua Tongo Vailoa uh, got hit, and he he had whiplash as he was coming down, and his head just bapped the grass real hard, and it looked like a concussion. Uh, he, like, like, his teammates helped him up, and he, like, had a – a pretty significant wobble as he like was trying to run back. Uh, they went and did the test on him in, in the, you know, back in the blue tent or whatever. And they led him back onto the field. Okay. So at that point we're thinking, okay, I, I don't know what that wobble was, but they must've ruled out a concussion because they wouldn't have let him back on there. Except it turns out the doctor that did it fucked up. And he actually was concussed, and that doctor was fired, the independent uh, doctor that was testing. So that guy's not judging concussions anymore. Um, so Thursday night comes, 
he gets hit again and he's like like it, it's really bad if you if you want to see the video it, the video is out there on twitter on tiktok on all of the social media apps you can see but like like he does i forget what it's called it's like um it's called posturing posturing yeah so he um it was bad and and you could see like he, he was really really hit hard and it, it it just was heinous and i i'm at a loss for words almost because i can't believe that he was cleared to go back out there after the third game and then 3 days later he was put he found himself in a situation where he got himself hurt even worse and now he's definitely going to be out for game 5 and i would imagine this is probably you know we're we're looking at 3 or 4 weeks probably i, I would think cuz you you have to take your time now with this one you have to be especially deliberate because if there's any sign at all then you're 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 talking about his life this is not a game anymore this is like life or death if he gets uh hit on the head again who knows you know um i think about in uh uh what was it varsity blues the the center that that kept getting his head hit and then they made fun of that in not another teen movie where it said like concussions left for billy bob or whatever and it just like kept like tallying down is like you get two more concussions you'll die and it's kind of gross to think about but that's really something that scares me for him now yeah i I was watching a video on it and it it looked like there's a loophole in in the nfl's ruling about how concussions are deemed and the loophole being is that uh as if the team in a uh I guess doctor in this case can validate that the injury was not a concussion related thing, but more of a bodily injury, which is why they came out and said it was a back thing that he could avoid the concussion protocol for the following week, which is what happened here. Obviously we know that that was not right in by the doctor's case, but that's the loophole that came into it. That's what allowed him to be back. And I, I agree that the dolphins should not have let him in week five for next week. But if he did pass concussion protocol, he could play against the Jets this week. But you're talking about getting your team obliterated by fans if he were to play this week. But he could technically play uh, week six if he passes concussion protocol. Technically, I mean, this is this is the injury that ended Steve Young's career. Yeah. You know, so uh, it was just a concussion after concussion for Steve Young and Steve Young, Troy Aikman. These are guys that are in the Hall of Fame. But their careers were cut short a little bit because of because of multiple concussions. So this is something that um, I I take very seriously. It's you know it's one of the many reasons why I stopped playing football in high school was because of like the head injuries. I was you know I'm like why am I going to bust my ass and get my head hurt or you know get injured in other ways when I can just do theater and you know make friends that way. It's a lot safer, <laughs> a lot safer. So. That yeah, I wasn't very good, but that's the that's beside the point. Well, you know, knowing that you're probably not gonna go to a division one pro, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that really helped right to question it. You yeah, know? it helped make the decision for me a little bit. But still, I mean, I, I I was legit running around in circles with the rest of the team, and then just in the middle of us running around in circles on the field, I just left the circle and I ran straight to the locker room and got out of my football stuff. I'm like, that's it. I'm done. And 
put on my regular clothes and went back to the theater and did a play. <laughs> uh, jumping back on track with this Tua thing, um, I, th- I think this might be one of the last times we see him on the field, honestly, because I don't think these are injuries that are going go to wa- go away for him. Um, he's already had injury concerns coming into this season. Um, this was a big time prove it year. That was a lot of talk that, you know, the Dolphins were trying to get rid of him. And when uh, uh, McDaniel came over, um, it was, you know, we're going to win with, with Tua. So we know that whole situation has been really messy with Miami and Tua. And I really think that, you know, the once you start getting concussions like this, and this guy basically got two in a week, um, they're they're not going to go away. Um, these issues are going to become more and more common for him, I believe, on top of the other injuries. And I saw an article the other day that was uh, a former player was basically saying two should probably just retire right now um, because it's it's not going to be worth it um, in five years, ten years with the uh, with the head trauma and quality of life, things of all that nature. Um, so I really wouldn't be surprised if this is, you know, maybe the final season or second to last season that we we really get to see him take the football field because name what franchise would would want to inherit this going forward? You know, why would you one, you're not gonna uh, from a business point, you're not gonna be able to to rely on him to stay healthy because now these injury concerns and concussion concerns are gonna be there. So you're probably not gonna get a full season out of him. But more importantly, on a human level, like you said, Vince, it's like life and death. It's quality of life. Um, you know, I don't think a team is really going to uh, touch him, you know, if these injuries keep uh, keep coming up. Yeah, I think yeah. well, that's, that's well said. I, I don't know if there's if there are anything else we need to add on this. I mean, a, a lot of other people have talked this, um, uh, talked in depth about this. And yeah. I don't know that we can add any more. Just that this is a bad situation and it's super scary. And I hope that he's okay. And yeah, absolutely. If, you know, whatever ends a, up, it's a violent sport. But we hope you know you, you don't want to see these guys get hurt. Yeah. Whatever happens, uh, I fully support whatever decision Tua makes going forward because this is it's 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 more than just uh, it's his life now at this point. So absolutely. Sure. All righty. Any last thoughts on uh, NFL news before we uh, move forward? No, I'm ready to talk some uh, potential playoffs and uh, I uh, for baseball. I'd love to uh, get in a little bit of a discussion here with Vince if he's available and viable. All right, let's talk. You know, there's a good <laughs> chance that you and I, our new teams, could see each other for the first time in the playoffs in a yeah. wild card scenario. It's it's lining up right now in the wild card. The, the San Diego would go to the Mets, so you'd yeah. come to my house, bud. Um, <laughs> Uh, to, yeah, it's it's uh, that's how it's lining up right now. Philadelphia currently holds the sixth seed. They're the final wild card. They'll go to St. Louis and then San Diego at the New York Mets and the Dodgers and the Braves are the top two seeds. Um, the Braves could technically lose out and the Mets could win out. And that's how that could possibly flip. But Atlanta's playing at Miami and uh, uh, Miami is abysmal. Yeah, Miami's terrible, so I don't really see that happening. Uh, although the Mets have Washington coming to them. So, I mean, I could see the Mets holding up their end of it, but I think Atlanta's probably going to take 
two out of three, and then that'll be the end of that. Um, as for uh, the the final wild card spot in the NL, the Phillies hold a two game lead over Milwaukee. Um, Philly is playing at Houston, and Milwaukee is hosting Arizona to end the season, and that's a two game difference, and they both have three to go. So it's not over yet, Milwaukee fans. But I mean, the the clock is at eleven fifty nine, but it ain't struck midnight yet. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I go on to see, you know, I, I love that it's, uh, our new teams get to meet each other for, the, for, for our first time getting into this. And now we get to get potentially play against each other. I think that's great. Yeah. It's going to uh, be a lot of fun. I'm looking, um, looking forward to that. I hope that happens. I really yeah. do. Um, I did want to point something out before we jump into more of the scores here. Uh, I found out like five minutes before this podcast that the A's, have zero guaranteed contracts for next season. Everyone's under arbitration or a free agent. I don't think I've ever seen that in a sports franchise ever in my life to have zero guaranteed contracts going into the following season. Okay, we said we were going to make this a quick podcast, but now we're... (laughs) You just want to come in here and ruin everybody's quick podcast over here, Tyler. I know. What the shit, man? Now we're just now we're gonna rage about John fucking Fisher again. I had to say the name. Um, blame blame YouTube. I literally was eating cramming down some sushi before this show, and then I said, "Hold up, zero gu- guarantee contracts. Hold up, let's yeah. come back here." Yeah, it's it. Uh, it's disgusting. How the fuck a professional <laughs> top flight baseball team, any uh, any sport really? How do you not have a single guaranteed contract? For the following season, not one. It's a team of 26 people, plus you have all your minor leaguers. What the shit are you thinking, you sons of bitches? Fuck you, John Fisher. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Fuck you. So everyone's in arbitration. I'm not going to follow it because (laughs) my my heart doesn't need that right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do want to touch real quick on the uh, for we talked the National League side of the playoff bracket. On the American League side, the Astros and the Yankees are going to be your top two seeds. Uh, Tampa is going to be at Cleveland. Seattle is going to be at Toronto. Um, I just want to give a tip of the cap to Baltimore because they guaranteed themselves a winning season. They got 82 wins right now. So um, sweet, good for them. And that, even, that team... even Seattle, I'll tip my cap to them too. Oh, yes. I mean, Seattle, they clinched on Saturday, I believe. Um, uh, was it? No, it was Friday. And they they clinched it in, uh, with a walk off homer. So against um, the A's, against the A's. So that was a little bit of a, a little bit no of pain matter. in the heart. But the I pitcher mean, who gave it up is not guaranteed to come back anyway. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and and you know what? I mean, their playoff drought was old enough to order a, bo- a beer in a bar. So I mean, you're due at some point. You're due. The longest playoff drought is over. Congratulations to the Mariners. I think um, they're like one of two teams, one of three teams that have won 100 plus games and didn't make the playoffs. No, no, no. They made the playoffs uh, when they did that. They just um, didn't. Um... No, they, they. Uh, what year are you talking? The Seattle, I think one is like early 2000s. They won like 100 games and didn't make the playoffs. Because no, no, they. Oh, go ahead. I believe that uh, the Yankees were hot. The A, I don't think the A's were in it. I want to say it was the Angels were hot at that time. Um, and I, I'm fully confident that the Mariners won hundred plus games and did not make the playoffs. I will prove it. All right. Well, I mean, I'm Googling this too. Um, I, I, I'm not seeing that. I mean, I see the 2001 Seattle Mariners. They, 
they had 116 wins, but they didn't make it to the World Series. So, I mean, you you got to go. Um, uh, if you want to talk about, like, teams with 100 wins that don't make the playoffs, you got to go back to, like, the 50s and 60s because back then only two teams made the playoffs, you know, and everybody else just sat at home and twiddled their thumbs. Yeah. Yeah, get your facts. <laughs> I'm, I'm not i'm not seeing 100 wins no playoffs i i, I don't know that uh you'll have to search for that more because uh, i question you sir i question you <laughs> well give me the giant score while i look this okay. up. okay all right well okay so the giants uh over the last week they went five and one they uh they swept colorado three games and then they took two out of three against arizona at home to close out their home schedule and they they finish off the schedule with three games at San Diego. Um, so and the Giants currently one game above 500, 80 and 79. We said last week that was going to be their goal to get above 500 for the season. If they take two out of three in San Diego, there it is. There's your uh, that's your over 500. And then they avoid that asterisk winning 100 games and going below 500 the next year. So that's kind of what uh, they're looking at doing. The A's last week, they went exact opposite. They went one and five. They lost all three games at uh, the Angels and then lost two out of three against Seattle. Um, it was very nice of the A's to let them clinch uh, in dramatic fashion. And then uh, we, they, we were able to get a win on Sunday. Woo. Uh, the A's <laughs> have already guaranteed 100 losses this year. It's the worst A's team that I've ever seen in my life. Yep. So. Terrible. It's it, it's just been it's been a schoolyard bully of a year to watch, you know, um, that being said, we've said everybody has said the only wins we care about this season were on Howard Terminal and um, and we'll see how that shakes out. There's stuff happening. We'll get we'll get more into it next week. I think uh, when with baseball done, we'll be able to talk a little bit more about that. You're right. I'm. I apologize. They won 116 games, but they were out in the ALCS against the Yankees. So I knew the Yankees correct. were in the mix and somewhere. I just <clears throat> I was mistaken. Also, I yeah. did look up. There was a lot of teams that have won 100 plus games and did not make the playoffs. Yeah, but they're all like, like in this. Lot. Yeah, there's all. They're all back in like uh, old times, right? Yeah. Like, no wild cards. Yeah. Exactly. Before the wild card. It was before, before the division. Yeah. Stuff. It was all the mm-hmm. AL NL pennant. Yep. Exactly. When it was four teams. That's right. You, the playoffs you got the four teams. You got two your top two teams in the American League, top two in the National League. Yep. They play, winners play, we're done. Yeah. This is this they, is when the, the league had like six different teams with the word socks in it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever see like some of the uh like original World Series and stuff? It was like this team won, you know, eleven out of thirteen games. It's like, why is this series so long? Yeah. Like, what are you do- what are you doing? Oh, well, you get man. pitchers who pitch like like twenty innings and hold records. Like who? How are you doing that? I don't understand. Guys pitching like fifteen innings, sixteen innings. Yeah, they didn't care. <laughs> All right, any more baseball? Or are we good? I think we'll, we're we'll good. have more. We'll have more on the Howard Terminal next week um, because there's still a lot of information coming out that we got to go through. So we'll have a big episode on Howard Terminal uh, shortly. Um, hockey news. You guys wanted to talk about some, uh, sharks opening up in Prague, Czech Republic. Yep. Um, the, the, the final team has been, you know, set. They, they sent Ryan Merkley down to the Barracuda. They're not taking him to the Czech Republic, which is a little bit of a bummer. He's 
you know, somebody that we I, that anytime I see him play, he looks pretty good. Um, but he he'll make a mistake because he's young, and then he'll get benched for the rest of the game. But a veteran like Brent Burns makes a mistake, you just keep him in, which was mm, infuriating. Too, too yeah, too soon. It, yeah, too soon. It, it was a little too um, <clears throat> too soon to to say that the, name. The old coaching staff was a little rough on uh, Ryan Merkley and some of the other rooks. So uh, look forward to the change uh, with Quinn. So. Uh, what what do you what are your predictions like in the in the west i don't think we're gonna make the playoffs this nah, year. no no especially I don't, when you get rid of burns and oh god it hurts yeah yeah i i don't see the sharks making the playoffs this year i think uh like if, if everything breaks their way they might be able to sneak in as the eighth seed but that like when i say that i'm talking about like how the giants won 107 games last year like they need that kind of level of all the good breaks going their way to get to the playoffs this year for the sharks. Uh, Cause they just don't have the talent uh, top to bottom of the roster. They can't afford the inevitable Eric Carlson injury. You yeah. know, uh, it, it, the but- injury's coming. I don't know where, I don't know when, and I don't know what will be injured, but at some point he's going to get injured. He's going to miss some games and the sharks will go from right around that final playoff spot. And they'll just, like when he goes down, they'll fall like six places and they'll be near the bottom. And that'll be the end of the year. Uh, all I ask for is just have a better record than the Kraken and I'll call it a win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, uh, they, 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 they unleashed their new mascot. Um, he looks horrible. Yeah. What a Bowie. piece of shit that yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, when, when Jesus. You... He looks like a furry on crack. The, the last, uh, mascot that we reveal that we got before this was gritty you know and gritty is a fucking legend like immediately almost and gritty's been just, just this wild I, bastard and i just I, i'm not inspired by Bowie. i'm not, not i'm, not I'm gonna by gritty i'm gonna take this mascot as a segue for me here um okay. did you know that the denver nuggets pays their mascot three hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year no, 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 no. I thought it was 630000 I thought it was yeah, oh, I'm I think flip-flopping you got backward. Yeah, you're flip-flopping. Yeah. Where yeah. the most mascots get paid like 60000 a year? Yeah, the average mascot gets sixty um, and and he gets 10 times that. Why is that? I will, like, what, I will be a mascot tomorrow. About? I don't, how did this yeah. break? I, I don't know the reason why he even gets paid that much. It was just a lull day in NBA, and they were like, hey, have this information to have today on Bleacher Report. And I was like... And they don't give you any reason, rhyme or reason as to why he's paid that much. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason. He's just that's. What I he's mean, good for him. He's he must yeah, be a great negotiator. Yeah, get, get your money. But um, did you like cure cancer with that? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I God. mean, I I will sign up to be a mascot tomorrow. If that's what the uh, that's the going rate for paying. Yeah, I mean. I'd be down to be a mascot right now on the regular pay. Are you kidding me? That's close to what I make right now as it is. And then I get to go watch a basketball game every, you know, 41 times plus like whatever other fun little shit in the neighborhood, you know, open up courts and stuff. I'll do that shit. Well, speaking of uh, the clown show that is the NBA and paying people, uh, there's another clown show going on on the East Coast that I wanted to give you guys some information on, on Ime Udoko, Udoka. Sorry, apologize. With the Boston Celtics here, okay? So for the seven listeners that we have, I want to go out on a limb and say, what I'm going to tell you is not factual. It was not by, I'm sorry, 
it's not a proven factual thing by the team, a lawyer or the NBA uh, front office. This is information coming from a source within the team's, um, I guess, staff or front office. So, okay. okay. So what I heard Give today, us the tea, man, what I heard today was that Adoka and Nia Long, who is his, you know, girlfriend, fiance, whatnot, ex fiance, yeah. At this point, ex, yeah. They were in an open relationship and that he is a serial offender with ladies wherever he coached. In Boston, he slept with the team staffer. Okay. That team staffer handled, like we said last week, team accommodations and bookings. That team staffer is married and her husband caught them. That her husband went to the team. And they signed paperwork saying that it was consensual and that it shouldn't, uh, that it should have been it. Like that should have been it. Should have been done. Later, it comes out that Odoku was being inappropriate to her after they they hooked up and before they hooked up. So he was just continually trying to do this, even though the team said, knock it off, stop, right? They kept doing it, right? And then it got to a point where Odoku slept with a Celtics minority owner's wife. That became too much for the team. And if it wasn't mid-season, they would have fired him. But because it's off-season, the team suggested to spend more time to investigate to see what else he did. Adoku won't resign because he doesn't want to miss out on the payday that he'll likely never coach in the NBA again. But many were surprised he got a head coaching gig because of his past behaviors. So no one was assaulted and no one was pregnant but the dude was just wilding on the job. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Um, Break that down. Uh, um, I, That's I don't just wanna... really, I mean, I mean, <laughs> wow. what do you say, right? Like he, yeah. he's probably not going to coach in professional sports. Probably. I don't even know if he'll get in. Probably the, not the even college. Kids. Yeah. And definitely It'll not take... high school. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking he's going to be on a couple years break. He's already got a one-year break. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is obviously not good. But in the world of scandals, if, like, I mean, I look at the Robert Sarver thing, and that's, in my mind, that's obviously way worse. And that guy needs to go away for fucking ever. And that's appears to be what's happening now. But I look at Ime's situation, and, yeah, he's – he's fucking the wrong people you know literally literally <laughs> yeah that's the yeah. that's his problem and he was that could cost him head. that could cost him too you know and that's that's unfortunate because he's an up and co- he was an up and coming coach and i mean oh he was coming ba- boston <laughs> he was up damn. and coming he was up and coming yeah <laughs> awesome. some say he was a little bit too up <laughs> yeah that too about the suns the suns just did a preseason uh game against the adelaide 36ers a uh, australian basketball team that has no nba experience and they lost by 20 points the suns, <laughs> the suns lost by 20 points oh did they did they play any of their NBA they played all players? their starters they played all of them through every single one of them <laughs> even damian lee was out there and they lost to a Australian team that's not even that has no one has NBA experience, not a single but one of them. Adelaide 36ers. <laughs> wow. So I, I'm surprised Aiton's still there, honestly. I, I would expect well, if he it's signed that... elsewhere and then they matched it because they had no rights. I know. Um he had some interesting comments last week where he was just kind of like, 
I'm a, I'm going to be a professional. We don't got to be friends. <laughs> like, of... like Russ said, you know, everyone has a job to do. Some people just don't like you at your job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also too, Russ has, uh, there's been talks about the Pacers and him again. It's like a revolving door or broken record here. So he has um, removed every post off of Instagram apparently. So, so a lot of people think that might lead to another Pacers thing, but Jesus, just tell me when it's done at this point. Yeah. The, hey, the yeah. Pacers. Hey, mm-hmm. There's rumors that he, he might get traded to the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Correct. Damn. Again, the Pacers have like been making some stupid moves, you know? Uh, th- yeah. I mean, they that... gave up their player to Boston and uh, I don't know why they did that. That was, that's one of their best players. So yeah. Yeah. Couldn't I'm not going to spoil anything with this. I, I got the 49er Ram Monday night football game. And this really bothers me is they always show San Francisco skyline. Oh yeah. And then jump mm-hmm. to the stadium. It's nowhere near it guys. 50 like, miles we, away. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> show show yeah. us downtown San Jose, you know, exactly be better. Yeah. Just I mean, Hell at this point, know, show me, show me Stanford's campus. Yeah. I, you know what? I, honestly, I, uh, what I would like them to do is literally show every, like show, show us San Francisco. Sure. Show us San Jose. Show us Oakland. Show us fucking like every down, like every major downtown city you have. Go ahead and just show us like you know stuff like that. Show us the entire Bay Area because if you're faithful to the Bay, which is the hashtag FTTB, you know, show us the whole fucking Bay at this point. You know, there you go. Because that's what you're claiming. You're claiming the San Francisco Bay as your region now that um, a certain football team uh, is no longer here. You know, show it all. Fuck it, you know, lake lay claim on Oakland now. You might as well. Absolutely. They're not here to do it. So Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, extra points. Um, Vince, did you want to whoa, tackle this whoa, today? Whoa, 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 whoa! Tyler's you not gonna, done. You gonna skip Is you gonna skip our Bay Area boys? You gonna skip the Warriors real quick and their Japan preseason here? Oh. And Wiseman going off. Wiseman going off for. Uh, 24 um, in 24 minutes did 20 points, nine rebounds, three blocks. And then the second game went off again and also shot some three pointers on there. I am uh, officially back on the James Wiseman bus. Um, I uh, I'm super excited. I can't wait for the season to start and um, I will eat all my words. If, if uh, James Wiseman uh, becomes a flop, because I I still believe in him, even though he makes me nervous. (laughs) Well, I mean, it is, it, it, you know, betting on a big man is a, it, it's a gamble. Uh, whether he stay, if he stays healthy, he has all the tools to do it. So uh, here we are. It's, it, it, this might be it. This might be the time. And also so, Patrick Baldwin Jr. Our, our one of our draft picks. That was like a sleeper pick. He looks excellent too. So he's not going to get a lot of play time. He's going to be up and down, but he looks really great. And then in the last bit of news here uh, for the Warriors, they have uh, released uh, Mac McClung who was like the Lakers prodigy and the Bulls prodigy and he's gone. So that's all I had for the Warriors. I just say Wiseman looks great. I'm super excited. I think the next game is like what, three days from now or something like that. So super excited. Yeah. He needs just stay healthy. (laughs) healthy. (laughs) All right. Now we're moving on to extra points. Yes. Okay. So um, I just wanted to uh, give a quick shout out to Shea Salinas. Uh, uh, the San Jose Earthquakes 
midfielder who is retiring at the end of this year. Uh, he scored the game-winning goal in his last home game in San Jose. Uh, he's He played 17 years. I think 15 of them were in San Jose. So San Jose legend. Uh, congrats on a great career. And, uh, you know, have fun in the retirement, bud. So start with that. And then also just real quick on the, the gambling props in California. Uh, I do want to point like out that this is neither of them are perfect. You know, I mean, uh, 26 is going to be where you're basically allowed to gamble on sports betting only at uh, Indian casinos and at four different racetracks, uh, uh, horse racing tracks. So that's really, you know, restrictive and confining. So that's why like Major League Baseball has jumped on Prop 27, which is on which allows for online gambling like through. DraftKings, MGM Grand, and, you know, whatever the hell else. Um, that that being said, I looked recently at polling, and Prop 27 is not looking good, man. Like, they're, they're, every time I look, it's mid-30s, yes. So I would mm-hmm. not count on Prop 27 passing. Uh, I haven't seen any polling for Prop 26. Uh, I think both of them are just not perfect, and I wish there was some sort of combination of the two. You know, uh, like, like where... where uh, if 27 gave a lot more money to the tribes, you know, I'd be a lot more happy with that. Like, like uh, give the tribes and then more money for all the stuff that it claims it'll do. And so like they're talking about 10% or whatever, if, if it was 25 or 30% for, you know, homeless initiatives and then another 10 or 20% to the tribes. And at that point, that's when I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'm on board with 27, but that's not what it does. And then 26 is just way too restrictive in my opinion. But um, I don't even know if either of them will pass this time. So they may have to go back to the drawing board and work together and write something, write one proposition that works for more of the tribes and the uh, companies and all of it together. So yeah, that's, that's, that's I highly, sort of where I highly I mean. doubt that's going to happen, but I do agree that it's more like that. These are probably both not going to pass at this point. Yeah. So that's, that. that's just my, you know, my quick, you know, high level take on the propositions, what's happening there with that. Uh, anything else you guys want to uh, discuss? I'm good, man. Um, guess next week we'll, we'll catch up on the 49ers on the Monday night and rest of the NFL. Um, terminal. And we'll have do, we'll do, we'll do some Howard terminal stuff. Sounds good. Awesome. Okay. So you can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at SVT sports pod. And you can e- send us emails at fctsportspod at gmail.com. And we're on YouTube, so you can watch the videos. Please slide into our DMs. And we look forward to interacting with you. So uh, until next time, later, guys. Later, guys. Later, guys. Later, guys.